It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Here's your host, Keith Stewart. Members, friends, and players, good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. It's Friday afternoon. Let's get after it. Come on now. He won the FedEx Cup like a big boy Pull out driver and hit it like a little toy Scoring records when he's hot, he will destroy 15 mil in his pocket, Roy McElroy. Yeah R Mac and R Mac and R Mac and R McElroy Corn Ferry coming up They're all young boys 9.20 a.m. bumping Old Town Road Tiger wins the Masters in the beginning Brooks at the black, heads were spinning At Pebble Beach, Gary was winning Shane walking Portrush, he was grinning Yeah Hundreds of fans hear my podcast, it's all on me. Tell your grandmama to download me. Director of Fun Fox Sports 920. It's a moment every Friday. Princeton saying, wow. There we go. Folks, welcome to Friday afternoon, Springdale Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart, the director of fun, your host. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. And uh, like we're having every Friday afternoon, just a little bit of fun. And uh, there it is. Uh, Wade, excellent job mixing that on the board. Uh, new uh, new effects this week. That was pretty cool, man. I like that. Reverb. Yeah, re- you know, well, hey, you know what? Excellent job. Well done, as always. Tremendous aplomb on the board, Bravo of course. Bravo to you, sir. Bravo to you. Well, you know what? Um, I... I, uh, it, it, it took me 45 years, but I found my calling. It's, uh, you know, is Weird Al Yankovic still around? Forget <laughs> golf. Who needs golf? Yeah, who needs golf? I'm sure, I'm, yeah, I'm sure Post Malone is feeling tremendously threatened after that version. But uh, he was the uh, inspiration for the song of the week, the song Wow. And, uh, you know, that's for the kids to have some fun and to listen to in their cars as they're heading towards their next golf tournament, maybe for the New Jersey PGA Junior Tour or something, you know, get them all psyched up. But you know what? I, I am really psyched up today. You know why? Because we've got an amazing guest today. We've got a guy coming on named John Heisey. And John is one of the inspiration and founders of Driving Range Heroes. Now, some of you, my listeners, may not have heard of Driving Range Heroes, but they are an internet blog that covers all sorts of news and golf, and they're just one of these new sources out there that you know folks have found, and I'm telling you, a lot of people have found, and they came across my plate, and I love their edge and their reporting and all the things that they're doing, so I'm super happy to have John Heisey on Springdale Golf Live today. John, how are you today? Doing awesome, Keith. I'm not sure if I can match you line for line on that wrap, but if I have to try, um, I guess I'll give it a shot. Hey, you know what? It's all about having fun. And since I'm the director of fun over at Springdale Golf Club, I have to, every once in a while, um, just tear it up a little bit on the airwaves. And it's been a while. The last one we did was probably around May or so. And on social media, I've been getting beat up lately that uh, I haven't done um, one of my uh, rap versions lately. So uh, um, you are the uh, lucky recipient of today's opening. So I I hope you liked it. Loved it. Well, I tell you, one thing's for sure. One thing that I do like is the content that you guys have been doing with Driving Range Heroes. And, you know, it, as you are growing and you are coming onto the scene here in the Internet golf media world and all that you are covering, right, you know, what is it about your website that my listeners are going to want to go see? What's going to catch their attention? Give me a little background on who are Driving Range Heroes and what's the site all about? Great question. So when it comes down to it, there's a voice for everybody on the golf internet. There's so many good people out there doing different things in content, blogs, video, whatever, social. Um, what we're doing over at Driving Age Heroes is we took a couple guys, me and two friends of mine that have a long history in one being golfers, two 
a little bit of technology, a little bit of marketing, and a little bit of know-how in the blog world. Um, we are trying to put together for our readers, for our viewers, things that's fun, useful, engaging content, and our favorite thing, golf. Um, mainly it's stuff that gets us excited. If it's not a thing that we enjoy writing or talking about or playing with, then it's a total pass. We're just going to skip it. Um, we are definitely not into taking ourselves seriously. Um, thus the name Driving Range Heroes. It is a definite ode to how good we are when the pressure and the spotlight is not on us. Uh, it takes on a real golf course and it's a totally different story, but it's definitely a lighthearted, fun approach to the game that we can't get enough of. Well, I'll tell you what, you're going to fit right in on this show because as you can see already that we don't take ourselves very seriously here on Springdale Golf Live. And when we're covering the pop culture of golf, you guys fit right in. And, you know, I was going to ask you where the name came from and you covered that. So, you know, moving right along then, excellent job in your elevator speech there to uh, to get me to ask or want to ask more questions. So one of the themes I noticed is that you guys are all golf equipment junkies to a certain degree. And there's like kind of an underlying theme of the website that you guys talk a lot about uh, equipment and you know so w- where does that kind of driving force come from you know are, are you guys all equipment junkies or is that just something where you saw a need in the marketplace expound on that for a moment for me please sure a little a little bit of both so we actually had a post this week about one of our guys admitting his addiction and he goes through the stages of addiction and in the end the acceptance that he just likes to be a golf gear nerd and it's such a perfect post for us because when it comes down to it, we can't golf every day. We're business professionals. I'm saying that in the most silly way possible. Um, we've got day jobs. We want to be around golf, but we need something that's going to kind of scratch that itch as much as we can. So it's usually with gear, whether it's putting on new grips or trying some new training thing in the backyard. Uh, it keeps us immersed in the game. In the end, you think about it, there's always that kind of eternal hope that you're going to find something a little bit better. So the new manufacturers, the new products that are coming out, the materials, techniques, they're getting so good these days that it gives you so many options. And we kind of just want to try them all. Well, you know what? I, I'm all with you there. I mean, trying to, so I, you know, I think about this and I, you know, I've been at a private country club working in the golf business since for about 40 years and no 30 years. Sorry, strike that. Wade was holding up some fingers there like I needed to learn how to count. Yeah, about 30 about 30 years. And you know, I've seen all sorts of golfers come my way. And one of the things that's interesting, there's always a common phenomenon in that people are like so addicted to their equipment in golf, maybe more so than than a lot of other sports, but you guys being kind of a internet source for equipment junkies, you have got to have one or two good stories about some crazy writing in about their equipment needs or a question or whatever. You've got to have at least one good story for me of somebody writing into your website that that is just is really funny and really entertaining. Hit me with it. Yeah, there's there's probably two quick ones right here. So a lot of what we'll get is people saying, hey, I just saw this new review for the Fuchikura Venta Chef just released. Uh, does it fit me? And we're like, well, it might. We have no idea how you swing. We know no idea how good of a player you are or any of your needs. Um, go see a fitter. 
that's usually the, the diplomatic way of saying it. Um, the other one is someone who knows way too much about it. And, of course, we cannot profess to be perfect. We're not fitters. We don't know everything about everything. We know what we know and our experiences with these new pieces of equipment. But then there's someone that has way too much knowledge. They've picked up somewhere and they think they know. And really the best way we can handle that is, like, we appreciate your passion. Um, those are two of the different occasions that come up very frequently that we just want to get people excited. That's the main thing about it. Give them some information. Give our own experiences. We're regular guys. Most of our readers are probably regular golf people, too. So there is that relatable part to it. I wish there was more crazy stuff. It would make things much more entertaining. If there's any good ones that come up, I'm going to email you right away. All right. Well, I, you know what? I'd love to. You're, you know, you should almost have like a top ten up on your blog. You know, totally. where, you where just, you're you at least a, a post for us there, Keith. Like a top five. You know what? I can write, and I'm I'm probably a little bit better at talking. Or well, I'm a better writer than rapper. So you can see where it falls on the spectrum there. Anyway, and so I digress. So you know, what gets me going about this though is that more so than and I just alluded to this earlier is that golfers would like sleep with their putter if they thought it would help them putt better. And you have got to have you know even you guys yourselves you know why do you think people are so addicted to their golf equipment why do they become so attached to it why are you guys when you sit down and you came up with the genesis for this idea why are you guys so you know addicted to your own equipment what do you what do you think that phenomenon is in golf that doesn't maybe take place with all the other sports well i don't know i I grew up a hockey player and i was a goalie and i remember being 10 11 years old getting a new glove for christmas and that was something that was on my hand about 25 hours a day. So that might be just kind of an intrinsic thing to me where that part of, hey, I just love my gear. is part of me. And I think maybe it's more common than we give it credit for. Um, I think also, you know, there's that instant gratification. If I'm going to get this new putter, I'm going to get this new driver. um, This is the key. This is finally going to unlock my, sub 80 scores and the more I spend around it the more it's going to give me my confidence to step on that tee and blast it to 90. Um, there's a lot of weird psychology in there I can't begin to explain it even though I have a psychology degree <laughs> um, it's just in us as golf nerds and we just love it. Well, I tell you, I, I think it's great that they, now people have this resource online with which they can go to. And, you know, guys admit you guys are admittingly testing everything, which I think is pretty cool. Yep. You know, and, and folks, hey, we're talking to John Heisey, and John is one of the co-founders of Driving Range Heroes, which is an Internet blog. They have podcasts. They're putting a newsletter out, all sorts of news, just about equipment, golf, travel, all sorts of fun things. You know, everyone's going to this site. I came across it, and I thought it was perfect for my listeners. So we welcome him to the show. And, you know, since you're testing all of this stuff, admittingly, you guys are just, you know, you're just going everywhere, looking at everything, reading everything you can, talking to vendors, right? Try to put it in perspective for me. How much has technology helped golf equipment evolve? And, like, what have been some of these really big evolutions we've seen in the last year or two, maybe three years, that maybe some of my listeners haven't adopted into their bag yet? And a driving range hero's, like, absolute recommendation is you've got to try one of these. So, like, what are one of these advancements that my listeners really got to take advantage of? I think I think so many of the manufacturers are making really fantastic stuff these days. And the thing that's going to set one apart is getting them fit properly. There's so many 
uh, TrackMan or launch monitor companies that are going to put any kind of golfer, beginner to to a pro, on that monitor, figure out what their tendencies are, get the numbers right, and then really hone in. Whether it's the the flex, the shaft, the club head configurations, the loft, the lie. There's so many different variables that are now much easier than even 10 years ago to tweak and get anybody at any level into a club that's going to fit them better. I think that's the absolutely most important thing in the last couple of years that's come around. But again, every company is going to give something that me or you or any of the listeners is probably pretty darn good, is going to make them happy hitting it 290 down the fairway. But that last little bit of tweaking it to their individual game is the real key. That's my thought. All right. Well, you know, we, we talk a lot about custom fitting on here because I am a PGA professional and I'm recommending that people do that all the time. You know, we had a top uh, golf digest, top 100 uh, club fitter on Kirk Aguri on. He's a great guy. I don't know if you ever reached out to him. He's a, he's here in the Met section of the PGA. He's fantastic club fitter. I mean, you guys would hit it off because uh, he goes deep into the knowledge. And you know, t- talking about getting deep right now is it one of the current events? And you know, I love my pop culture here on Springdale Golf Live here, Fox Sports 920, of the Jersey. Is that what are your feelings on driver testing? This is a hot button topic right now going into the new PGA Tour. You know, how do you how do you think that's all going to turn out? You think some of these clubs are illegal, or you think it's you know much ado about nothing? I want to say it's much ado about nothing. I think the pros are, are so far and way better than all of us anyway. Um, if they did cheat, I don't know if it's entirely a conscious thing because the tolerance levels and the manufacturing of these things are so tight. Uh, it might fall onto more of the manufacturer itself, the Callaway, the Titleist, TaylorMade of the world, to make sure that their tolerance and, and specifications are in line. But when you're sitting on that driving range as a hero, or if you're sitting on that first tee as a player, you can't tell if it's going to be a little hot or not. We're not we're not Tiger that can determine between one gram of difference in a club head. Um, I think it's much to do about nothing. But hopefully, it's not too too reactionary of a thing where. Big names, little names in the industry, in the tour, are highly penalized for something that they might not even know they've got an illegal-ish driver. Well, you and I know better than most that the golf media is pretty good at overreacting to things. So there'll be a story in there somewhere. But I, I think I agree with you that the, it's much ado about nothing. And I, and I love, I, right before we go to break here, because Wade's giving me a nod, I just want to say I love the way you worded that in your answer where you said, you know, when you're on the driving range as a hero and then when you go to the first tee as a player. Um, that's, that's just a very interesting choice of words. And uh, we're going to hear more words from John Heisey from Driving Range Heroes. But right now, folks, it's 3.15 p.m. here in Princeton. Uh, Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Be back in a moment. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf with a focus on three core pillars, youth, 
military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Rich in distinguished history for nearly 125 years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey? The private club operating division of Troon Golf Management. Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced as a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all of the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You listen to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Here we go. Sing it, Bonnie Tyler. You know, Wade, for some reason, this song makes me want to get up and dance. You know, like almost, yes. you know, kind of um, happy and footloose. I don't know. Throw my beer bottle. Here we go, though. But here's the reason for the song. All right, Wade, good job with the second song of the week for our guest, Mr. John Heisey from Driving Range Heroes, a little Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. And uh, everyone would remember that uh, from, from our world, our generation, Wade, of the uh, Footloose fame and the famous, uh, what was that, the tractor chicken fight that they were, oh, that, right, that they yes. were doing, and he gets his uh, Chuck Taylor um, shoelaces caught on the pedal and everything, you know. And uh, you know what? That kind of reminds me of being out in a field with and being a hero, as John likes to say, out on that driving range. And uh, you know, John, what would you think of that little song of the week there? I was dancing a little bit. Unfortunately, this isn't a on-air type thing. Um, my moves were pretty good, but oh man, too bad straight out. I might yeah. have to. I might have to edit some rapid fire Q and A for later, just to just based upon that whole reaction. But you know what? Yeah. Let's get back into this. And you know, we're we're always here having fun here on Springdale Golf Live, Fox Sports nine twenty, the Jersey. And and there you go, a little holding out for a hero. And we are holding out today for a hero, and that's the driving range hero, John Heisey. And I have this like fascination with all that's going on in golf media with people like yourselves and no laying up and the fried egg and all these different folks that are out there that are these new resources of golf. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's for a younger generation. And I say, you know, forget all that. I, I think that tons of people are reading this stuff. And, you know, you guys put a lot of hard work into your site and all the information that you're putting there on a daily basis, right? How did this thing kind of get started? What was the genesis behind this? Like who inspired you guys? Who are your mentors to get this? thing going great question so we're, we're all 30s ish or something in the group over here we have we have one millennial tommy we love you um 
we all grew up on message boards. We all grew up on the internet. And it kind of came into a very natural progression. We wanted to participate rather than just be on the sidelines. So actually one of our other guys, our founder, Bill, um, he was very involved in another site that's pretty successful a couple of years ago. And he had a different flavor, a different idea. And he brought us all in to create Driving Range Heroes. And that's kind of how that started. We want to take our take on it, bring our kind of unique perspectives, blends, stories, and bring that into the golf internet. Now, is there anything in particular, though? Is there um, a certain R&D designer? I mean, who, who really gets you guys talking? When this guy tweets or he puts out a post or online or one of the companies starts to send stuff out or there's a YouTube video yeah. for... I mean, who, who, who are you guys looking for as resources that you're coming up with this information that kind of that inspires you that you could pass along to my listeners to get them equally as excited, especially if they're you know, golf gear junkies like yourselves? Sure. Well, here, here's one thing. I think we've got a very good position where we've got some good relationships with folks in the business, and we're able to try a lot of golf equipment and hear the inside story. So there's maybe a dozen or, or so that are keeping us busy with great content that we can work on. More of myself, I've always been a bit of a traveler and interested in the architecture parts of golf. So I grew up on a lot of Donald Ross courses, a lot of kind of old traditional classics and did a lot of research, read a lot of books, um, kind of coming from the golf course architecture school. And that's where I'm bringing a lot of my content into our site. And I think it complements the other guys, one who's very tuned into the tour and high-level golf and the stories that are going on there. And we also blend in our equipment comments as well. So there's a lot of different inspirations, and I think that's what we enjoy the most is because we're not just one thing. We're hopefully a lot of things and that conveys to a lot of people that read our stuff. Well, you know what? I mean, that, you bring up an interesting point there. And folks, we're talking to John Heisey from Driving Range Heroes, the golf internet blog. It's super popular online, and, and I'm trying to introduce here more to the to the Princeton, New York, Philly market here. And and John's been nice enough to come on air. And you know, in the last couple of weeks, we've talked to Tom Coyne. Um, this this past Wednesday, I was in the city, uh, did a little help work on Sirius XM PGA Tour Network, did a little guest host there, and, and had Andy Johnson from the Fried Egg come on. And Andy's always, and we were talking about a lot about golf course architecture. And so, in your mind. Right, since you're the travel guy and, and you're the architecture nut, we have this wonderful golf course here in Princeton. It's 125 years old next year. It's a William Flynn built right in the heart of town, Princeton yeah. being you know America's oldest college town. How bad do you want to play my golf course right now, huh? When I when I give I'm you that lead in, I'm trying to make deals with the wife to let me sneak away for a weekend before the, the snow falls this year, but I'll track you down. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I have no doubts, and, and by, certain, by by all means, <laughs> you have a, you have an open invitation. But uh, overall, you know, there seems to be a lot of golf course architecture heading back to that golden age of what was going on, right? What do you see that's going on in the future of architecture right now, and and also in the golf courses that are being designed right now? What do you like about what's going on in golf course architecture? Oh, I love this question. So, kind of two things. There is a bit of the let's go and restore some of the great courses that have been around for a hundred or 90 years. There's a lot of really great places like, you know, we talk about Lasonia as becoming one of the real 
hot topics. Langford Moreau, Moreau, I think it was late 1920s, the course got overgrown. Years ago, they went and cleared out a lot of trees, revamped the course, renovated it, restored it to its former glory. Um, I play a lot of Mike DeVries courses, too. He's been a real proponent for restoring a lot of old Alistair McKenzie's in the past. There's a lot of, like, Piners, even just a couple of years ago, getting restored by the Quinn Crenshaws. It's easier than building new in a lot of ways, and that's favorable for our economy in a lot of ways. But also some of the new things that are coming up, the Sand Valleys, the new things abandoned, those are still kind of the minimalist, but still very modern. And that seems to be much more popular than bringing in a brand new TPC Sawgrass kind of course, that type of type of playing field. That really hits home for me because those are the most fun type of courses for me to play. And as the history guy, as the architecture nut, seeing an old Dom of Ross or an old um, Flynn course being bought, being brought back to its glory, I absolutely love it. You know what? I, I'm I'm right with you there. You know some of the stories behind like Sweeten's Cove and some of these other projects that are going on, like Sand Valley. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think that that is really engaging a next generation. It's almost like the golden age is beginning again because people are figuring out what people the types of golf that they really want to play. And, yep. you know, this is definitely, and I'm, I, I knew we were going to get to this at some point, but this is really why, folks, we needed to talk to John Heisey today from Driving Range Heroes because he, like so many guys on the Internet, are experts on this, and they can point out to you where you need to go on your next golf trip, and it might not be the place that you just think of um, right off the bat. And some of these places like Lawsonia that you're talking about, you go to Chicago and you can play, you know, one of the classic Chicago courses, then you get in a car and you can drive up to Lawsonia and you can check that out. And, and, you know, seeing that online is just an unbelievable place. So, you know, I'm glad that you brought up an, an, a place like that and that we got to talk about this just a little bit. And, you know, we're getting kind of towards the end of the show here, which, you know what, uh, Wade's kind of giving me the nod, which means that it's uh, time for our fun weekly tradition of a little rapid fire Q&A. So you up for this, John? You've been up for everything else. This is the part I've been waiting for. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, here we go. You know, everyone says that, Wade, right before I begin. And then and then there's <laughs> always then there's always a pause after the first question. All right. So here we go. Rapid fire Q&A for the week. Uh, would you allow your car to drive itself? Yes. Adult beverage, colored or clear? Colored. Would you rather be a professional golfer or a professional hockey player? Hockey player. On a scale, religious, I know. Well, no, I mean it's all good. You know, this is the pop culture of golf. You know, we we like. I was the, good at hockey, so I can say that. Hey, you <laughs> know what? The, the the truth comes out in the rapid fire Q and A. That's why it's so much fun. All right, on a scale of one to ten, rate your dancing ability. Negative seven. Oh, earlier, you said that you were tearing it up like Kevin Bacon. What's up with that? The talent is not there, but the willpower is extremely high. How about that? Oh, sounds like my rap career. Okay. Uh, one item you cannot live without. Um, cell phone. All right. Favorite club you ever owned? The Mizuno MP32 Irons. One place you would love to play golf you haven't? Royal Port Rush. Last item you bought online? Uh, some adapters to fit on some new shafts that I have coming up next week. Biggest airport pet peeve? Um, cleanliness. 
All right. And when you hear the word hero, who's the first person that comes to mind? Tiger Woods. Nice. I love it. Little T-dubs today. All right. Well, hey, you know what? Why we have a quick second here, quick 10 seconds, let my fans know um, how they can follow you. What's the website? What's uh, What are your handles on Instagram, Twitter? Hit me up here. Absolutely. We are easily found on the interwebs at drivingrangeheroes.com from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Range Heroes. All right. Well, you know what, John Heisey? It's been a treat and a half to have you on. You've piqued my interest even more than just the website, so I certainly uh, encourage everyone to go check these guys out, Driving Range Heroes. John, I know we'll be in touch, and uh, if you need me to send a certified letter to your wife for that weekend off, um, just let me know. I've got one uh, right there on my Microsoft Word uh, template database. All right? We'll talk. All right. Fair enough. Well, Wade, that was great having him on. You know, what do you think? He was a very interesting guest. I liked that he talked a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. I wish I could see him dance, though. What? So, you know what? Um, touche on both. You know, I think that you like that I didn't talk a lot because he did, and that also that he was probably a great closet dancer. We'll have to set up a FaceTime deal. All right. Well, you know what? That's the next evolution, maybe 2020 Springdale Golf Live. But for right now, we got to get ready for Doug Gottlieb. So, hey, let's talk about those that love us the most. Those that support us and sponsor us. And, you know, you got to start with the New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, and all their lines of B-Dratty, Fairway and Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York. They're helping me look good each and every week. Uh, F.H. Wadsworth, Jimmy My Belt Man, and uh, without a doubt, Troon Golf Management. I've got the Board of Governors over at Springdale. I got my man Wade Weiser on the board, our producer extraordinaire. Most of all, folks, I love you, the listeners. Keep hitting me up on social media at KJPGA. Well, you know what, folks? I'm heading to Springdale. But where are you headed? We'll let the tower be your guide. And from New York to Philadelphia, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. You've been listening to Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the tee next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. We now return you to our regularly scheduled National Fox Sports 920 The Jersey programming already.